Hi, and welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. I'm Vicki Baird, intuitive life and development coach. And this is episode 27. And we are going to talk about how do you connect your heart and your head through consciousness. And this came in, thank you very much, Jane, from a listener who has asked this question before and then asked it again. And I thought, Vicki, you really need to get this on the podcast. <laughs> so I appreciate your tenacity, Jane. So that's what we will be covering. And I hope you stick around because not only will we talk about what it is, but I'm going to give a few pointers and how to do it. VickiBear.com. It's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your Trust in your gut, it's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. Let's get started on this whole heart and head through consciousness discussion. So you have all of them. You hopefully know that, that you have a what's referred to as a soul self, a higher self, um, spirit self. There's so many different descriptors for this non-physical part of you. I like soul self because I feel like when we say higher self, it somehow gives the connotation that it's greater than or more than our human selves. And while it is the part of us that's non-physical and it is the part that's eternal, I think it should get equal billing to the bravery we use as humans to be here. So this subject is about bringing exactly what we've been talking about on this podcast, your intuition, which is your first sense, and combining the other five in there to have them all work together collaboratively to be able to emit love is ultimately what it comes to. And that's love for self, love for the people in your world, the animals and all that, and then out into the universe. And it sounds easier than it is. And that's largely because we do come with some pre-programming. When you come into each lifetime, there is a hard drive, the soul self, that's running as the holder of the information for all these other lifetimes that you've had, and they are then the programs. So each lifetime that you have, you have a different program. And it does build on itself over time, and that's where we get the skills and hopefully the evolving of oneself in order to feel comfortable being in a loving place. So connecting the heart and the head is more of a physical element, so a human consciousness that is required because each lifetime you get a new brain, and that brain has to learn from the start how to fire all these synapses, all these neural pathways, all these belief systems and everything that we pick up along our way. And we don't always get a full 
programming that helps us to work effectively in connecting our thinking head with our feeling heart space. Now, to be clear, it's not your physical heart that is doing this. The organ itself, well, it pumps blood and oxygen and all that, and it's fantastic and you kind of need it. But it's not the thing that's doing the feeling. We say it's our heart because in that same space, you have your heart chakra. And that heart chakra is what spins around and it's wired and it's frequency connected to emotions, to feelings. And that heart space gets the credit for it. And, you know, because you can get a tightness in your chest when there's a hurt um, or joy. I get all locked up if I'm feeling some kind of joy or something's very sweet. So somewhere along the line in our lives, there can be an experience where they disconnect. And I think personally, we have done a big disservice in our culture anyway, uh, to the males of our world, because most of them growing up were told not to feel and not to show emotions um, or not to express. And then Later on in life, they get in relationships and people are saying to them, well, tell me what you feel and how are your emotions and all this stuff. And that heart space just goes, ah, I don't know what to do with that. And the brain goes, what? I didn't get trained with that. And they want to go in opposite directions, too. Or, you know, to my experience, we were encouraged not to feel or have opinions or emotions um, or, you know, to the extent of it, uh, my one line that was often said in my family is, I'll give you something to cry about when I was already crying. So that was very confused to, confusing to my brain. So this connection between the head and the heart, can it, you come in with it. It's already all wired up. We are beautiful as that innocent soul coming in. We are ready to go. We have it. We are intelligent. We just can't talk yet. So if only the little ones could share all the information with their parents and caregivers and everything, and they would pay attention a little bit more, we would already have that book of life everybody's looking for, or the manual in how to do this. My intention would be that adults can learn how to connect their head and their heart and with the consciousness and feel good about it. So then we can help the next generation and then the next generation, and then eventually we can eliminate some of these, these mixed messages and, and false information that, you know, emotions are bad. So one of the things Jane was asking about was how does she drop into her heart space from her head space? And that's a, a, a practice because we've may have been bounced out, we need to practice getting back in. And honestly, I think the first step is to understand why you may be avoiding going into that feeling space. Are there some past hurts there? Were you taught not to at least talk about your feelings. You're still going to feel them. But maybe you were instructed that they weren't valid or you know, somebody 
I see this a lot with kids where they'll say how they felt about a situation and the adults around them will say, no, that's not how it happened. And I'm like, well, that's how they saw it happen. So, you know, that's how they felt it happened. That's a way of invalidating another's emotion and connection between their head and their heart. They're trying to feel it out and to figure out how do I think about something? How do I cognitively process something? And what does it feel like? So I think it's important for us to look at what are you avoiding? Um, Do you not want to face something that's happened for you or how you've been taught? Um, What is it about feeling that when you think about being in your heart space, what is it that happens? Do you feel overwhelmed? Because the empathic nature of, I believe, okay, 98% of the population, there are some that seem to be wired without it. The empathic nature can make it feel like it's overwhelming to feel all of these emotions or to process what's going on. And a lot of the times you may not realize that when you're in a group setting and somebody else is hurting so bad, all of a sudden you're hurting. Well, that's your clairsentient picking up and it's processing emotions. And you're like, no, that does not feel good. Let's keep that out. So then further disconnect to the head happens. And our brains are simply computers. They take what you put in and they take it verbatim. And so if you say, no, I don't want to feel that, it's going to apply it because that's its job. So if you give a little bit of your own consciousness, and by consciousness, I mean actually looking and feeling and listening and you can smell, you can hear, you can do all of it. What is going on here? And honestly, what is so scary about it? You know, if it's a saber-toothed tiger chasing you, yes, you have to address it. But most emotions and stuff, you're really going to be okay just asking, what am I feeling? Is it true? Um, Is this the end of my world? Unless you're taking your last breath, it's not. Um, And then you'll just transition into the next world anyway. So that's not even the end of your world. But bringing some consciousness to it, you allow your brain and your feeling center to work together. You got to get brave. And I'm not saying sit for an hour a day and contemplate all your boo-boos. I'm saying when the emotions come up, process them. Ask them what they're trying to tell you. Uh, Like I've said in the past, emotions are in motion, They're meant to come in and go out and like the waves. And the more we get good at that, with that, the uh, better communicators will be, the more heart-centered we'll be. And we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back from this break. Have you wanted to be part of a community where you could develop your own intuitive abilities and feel safe and in a fun environment, inspirational, and a place where you get to test out what you have learned. This 
Wisdom Wednesday community is that. For a small investment of $8 a month, you'll be with people who understand what you're talking about and who will be receiving of what you've experienced and there to help you and guide. Every month, the last Wednesday of the month, we get together and I lead the group with some instruction and then one person gets a reading and then we finish with a meditation this is the place where you get to develop your intuitive abilities and be part of a community go to vickybearcom slash courses to sign up today welcome back this is a fun subject for me because once somebody starts to put all of those pieces together where you get curious about what you're feeling and you are really wanting to peel back those layers. And and very often this happens later in life, but I've certainly seen some pretty evolved beings younger who are willing to say, okay, what's in there? Can we look at it? How can I enhance who I am? And I was a great waller of emotions. Like I, I still can do that. Like I can go to humor and deflect whatever I'm feeling rather than receive or rather than be honest about the emotions. So this stuff is all a process. However, once you start practicing it, now my super conscious comes into place and it says, you're doing that thing you do, Vicki, and you said you wouldn't do that anymore. And I'll say, yeah, you're right. And I am willing to look at what is my brain trying to tell my heart? What is my heart trying to tell my brain? Because once we get all of these systems in alignment, life is amazing. So are you avoiding it because it scares you to feel vulnerable? And the idea of having vulnerability or accessing your own vulnerability is can be terrifying uh, because sometimes it does feel like you're being <laughs> split open in that heart center. Uh, but I think vulnerability is one of our superpowers. I think once you're comfortable with being vulnerable – You'll allow more closely connected relationships in your life. You'll find more joy. Um, The brain will look to the heart and the spirit to guide it. And the nice thing about the brain, it's malleable. We can move it. We can shift it. We can learn new things. We can be in new habits. And um, when done in a way that's supportive, It'll roll right with what you're giving it. So if you could look at something in your life right now and drop down from your head into the heart, you would do that by one of the visualizations I use for myself is actually an elevator. I will picture myself getting on the floor of the head chatter, that, 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 that. You know, it's all talking that this is scary. I don't know if I want to do this. Um, Can I expand? Can I be in a relationship? Can I expand the business? Can I um, take on whatever Josh has got in store for us for class? And that critic is going to go off in your head because it's been well-trained. Whatever your message is, first, just identify it. And don't go anywhere else with it. Just identify it. And then maybe tomorrow, 
you identify it, and then you ask your brain, well, what would my heart say about this? And you get pretty good at talking to the different parts of your body when you do consciousness work <laughs> because you'll ask your shoulder, what's bothering you today? Uh, your back, what's the matter? Don't feel supported in the world? Oh, no, that was just sat wrong all day. You know, so it gets to be a little bit more of a clear message. So to actually bring some consciousness to what you're feeling, you got to bounce between the floors. You get on on the brain floor, you ride to the heart floor. You get on, the, sometimes you might be feeling so big and you don't even know why. Like you just need to cry. Well, cry and then get on the elevator in the heart space, ride it up to the brain and say, what do you have for me? Do you have any information? This dialoguing with yourself gives a little bit of space from whatever's going on. It removes you slightly from the reaction and um, the emotional self, and it allows you to be a little bit of objective. Your spirit self, your super consciousness is objective. It doesn't have opinions. It only wants the best for you. If it has any intention, it only wants the best for you. And the best for you is asking, what's going on in my head? What's going on in my heart? Does my gut agree? Does any of this feel like it's true? Or am I handing myself a line of hooey? So it is and can be um, expansive to consider the fact that you may not need those old boo-boos anymore. Maybe whatever was in your head protecting you doesn't need to live there anymore. Maybe it's ready to move out. And then your heart will let you know if that's the case. So we're going to take another little break here and let you ponder that. And then when I come back, I'm going to give you some tools, some spot on, like do this, don't do that, try this, maybe this will work, um, consider this, all that kind of stuff. Because we can talk about all this stuff until we're blue in the face, but um, at, we have to take some action with all of this. And I would love for you to experience the joy that comes from taking action. You're listening to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast by Vicki Baird, intuitive coach, consultant, and speaker. Did you know that you can schedule a private intuitive session with Vicki? Book your own phone or video session online at vickybaird.com booking. And if you're ready to create transformation in your life as you develop your own intuition, choose a coaching package. With three, six, or 12-month options, you can benefit from Vicki's wise guidance over time as you discover your path. Plus, with a coaching package, you'll get improved pricing and priority advanced scheduling. Book today at vickybaird.com booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take 
a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. Welcome back. And thank you for being here, for listening to this, and for the commitment that you're making to yourself to understand how you're wired, how you would like to be in this world. And maybe you don't do it this week. Maybe this is next month. Maybe this is next year. Maybe this sits in your program for a little bit, and then you remember, oh, yeah, I did want to connect my head to my heart, to my gut, to my root chakra, and have it all flowing together to live in the most expressive life I can be in. And to be clear, that doesn't mean you're on all the time. That doesn't mean you know it all. It doesn't mean life passes you by any kind of bumps in the road. You're still going to experience the bumps. We grow through those bumps if we're willing. So how to apply these to actually get from your head and back using the elevator method can be very effective. Um, The first thing that I would do is acknowledge to yourself, I have feelings. I have emotions. I get sad. Um, I have a friend in my life who he was having a particularly tough day. And I said, what's going on? And he was covering it up, had the smile, right? He wasn't going to let anybody know. And I said, yeah, it's not going to work with me. So um, what's what's up? And he's just everything let loose. Sometimes, have you ever had that where somebody just says, you're right, and you're like, bleh, everything goes. Oh, I love those release moments. I love being the hugger on those release moments. Um, And he was trying to pull away, but luckily I've done enough strength training that that wasn't possible. And I bear hugged him, or I bear hugged him, (laughs) and (laughs) I didn't let him go. And the release that came after that the catharsis, we didn't need to talk about it. We didn't need to go in depth. He didn't need to name it. He just needed to get rid of whatever was there. And that's one way that you connect your head and your heart. Yes, I love asking the questions because I just like being in there to understand, can we move this forward? Is there something holding connected to a past issue that we can release right now that you're no longer using? But there are times, honestly, we just need to be there for somebody. You just need to hold them or hold the other end of the line um, and let them know you're listening and truly listen. Don't be surfing your phone at the same time. Truly listen to what's going on. That's being of service to another, but I promise you it will connect your head to your heart because you. it's not easy to stay present for someone in that circumstance. A lot of the times we want to jump in with the solution or discuss the problem or some people just want to get in the shit with them and that's just not going to serve it. But to simply be present for someone in that place is a gift you provide for them. It's a returned gift to self. Um, and you know what? You'll be proud of yourself that you could do it. You would be so proud afterwards. And that's not fat head ego. That's I stood in a loving place for another human being. So I'm learning. This is fantastic. One of the easiest ones, honestly, remember how you used to, as a kid, you want to, you would try to 
tap your belly and or tap your head, rub your belly? Well, one of the easiest ways to connect your head to your heart is put your hand <laughs> on your head, put your other hand on your heart, and just breathe. Everybody do that right now. Unless you're driving. And keep your hands on the wheel. Nice deep breath in through the nose. Out through the mouth. Let's try another one. And then while you're here, it may have been habit or just feel lovely to close your eyes. While you're here, ask your head to create the connection to your heart. Ask your heart to create the connection to your head. And just see them playing nicely together. Good job. So by allowing that you're creating an energy connection there, this works so well with kids to help them understand their own process. Now, don't do it in the middle of a meltdown. They're not going to appreciate it. However, afterwards, when they've come down, say, do you need to reconnect? Do we need to plug you in? Um, you're going to plug you in. I'm not going to do it for you. And you teach them how to do that. And oh, my goodness, you have much calmer adults later on in life. You can ask for help if you've listened to the previous episodes. If not, thank you for being new and go back and listen to the previous episodes. You can ask your team for help. Ask your guides. Archangel Raphael is a good one for this one. Um, he is all about smushy, gushy emotions and connecting that in and helping you feel safe in it. And so you can ask him to come in. Aphrodite is a good one to call on for this. And self-love is what this is about. Caring about self enough to do your commitment to you, and then you bring it out into the world. Being willing to admit that this is scary and doing it anyway. One of the greatest um, feelings is that accomplishment, that whatever that conversation with self or with someone else scared the heebie-jeebies out of me, and I did it anyway. So courageous conversations will help you connect your brain and your heart because your brain wants to have the conversation. Your heart's probably a little nervous to have the conversation because what if the question is, do you want to be in this relationship? <laughs> or can I have that raise? <laughs> Whatever the conversation is, um, they got to work together. And then you'll present a united front, which to another person being in your energy field is very attractive. Just saying, might want to try it. Um, having a mantra to help you navigate. So this gets the brain involved because the brain likes a plan. Having a go-to, and you can create anything you want. Just be be aware and be 
um, conscious enough to have it a, a forward-moving statement, so not something about how I sucked at this at the past and I'm learning how to do it now. Um, have it be a forward-moving statement that you believe. That's really important when you do affirmations. If you don't believe it, you are messing with your head. Don't. I'd rather you not say it than to say an affirmation that you don't believe. So having a mantra such as, my soul self, heart, and head are all connected. I give them permission to work together for my highest good. Feel free to take this mantra. It's portable. You can take it wherever you go on. So the idea of being heart-centered is something that you'll hear in a lot of the wellness groups or self-help books. I agree with that premise. I just want us to have all of our systems working together because if you're only coming from a heart space, it's likely to be trampled. And we have to be conscious of that too. So these examples are just a few ways that you can work with connecting your dots <laughs> to create the picture of the life that you would like to have. We are electrical beings, whether we are physical or whether we are non-physical. We are electrical. So if you think of creating the circuitry that will best serve you, you will stop separating your systems. You know, well, my brain does that, my heart does that, my gut does that, my intuition does that. Baloney. They all work together. Don't eat baloney. It's not good for you. Um, that was a subliminal message. <laughs> so the your heart might want it, <laughs> but your head has to say, no, pass on it. Uh, <laughs> it works the other way too, right, for physical health. So I hope this has helped you bring some... It just plant the seed, right, that we can be in a heart space using our brain um, and our intuition, and it doesn't take any more work. Once you practice some of this stuff, it actually gets to be pretty easy. And I wish you all the best with this. If you need help, you know where to find me, and I hope you have a great week. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut It's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.